This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where we read you the best real estate investing advice Monday through Sunday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you like this article, you'll find thousands of others like it at biggerpockets.com blog. But you can't, or at least you shouldn't, be looking at a screen when you're mowing the lawn or driving for deals. So enjoy this show and check out the rest of our podcasts. Just search Bigger Pockets on your favorite podcast app. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Meet Rent App, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, Rent App uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. Rent App setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say Rent App is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. Rent App, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app/landlord. That's rent.app/landlord. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. As the commercial market falls apart, these three assets could be your next big opportunity. By Lindsey Frankel. Offices around the country are still sitting empty. The nationwide office vacancy rate reached a high of about 20% in the first quarter of 2023, according to JLL. And while big tech companies are pressuring workers to return to the office, the hybrid work model has led to an increase in commercial office delinquencies. According to TREP, a real estate analytics firm, the office delinquency rate surged 125 basis points in May to over 4%. This spells trouble for the commercial real estate market and the broader economy. According to some experts, analysts at Morgan Stanley are predicting a decline in commercial property values of up to 40%, a crash akin to the 2008 financial crisis. Fred Cordova, CEO of Corian Enterprises, believes the crash is already underway. But while most firms agree the office sector is under stress, some are more optimistic than others about the outcome of commercial real estate, For example, UBS Global Wealth Management asserts the problem is manageable, and a crash resembling 08 isn't likely. Peter Margolin, National Broker Network Manager at Alliant Credit Union, agrees, too. He says this, 
While we don't think the CRE market will fully crash, we do believe there are certain markets that are going to struggle more than others going forward. He also says, This cycle is different from 2008, in that the capital markets are still open, if not as liquid as they were last year. Today, there are still commercial real estate lenders like Alliant that are actively lending on specific asset classes, demonstrating strong demand to borrowers with sound credit quality. All right, so commercial real estate has been historically viewed as a high-risk investment, according to the FDIC. Investors who risked purchasing commercial office space are finding themselves in a tight spot right now. That demand for the space has fallen, but, you know, there might be a way out. There should be opportunities for property owners to adaptively reuse their unoccupied office space. That's what Margolin said. So let's talk about repurposing that vacant office space. While remote work is here to stay in some capacity, retail space demand is rebounding from the pandemic slowdown, and the outlook for self-storage remains pretty promising, to say the least. The demand for multifamily housing is expected to wane, but housing shortages and rising rents in many markets still make the option attractive to investors in the right locations. For older, less amenitized buildings, multifamily and residential products are popular conversions. This would include market rate rentals, workforce housing, student housing, senior housing, and even affordable housing, depending on location and market demographics. That is what Micah Solit, Senior Project Manager at National Real Estate Advisory Firm Project Management Advisors, Inc., said. (laughs) Matt Silvers, Vice VP at the firm, also says this. So other conversion options are hotels and, depending on building size and configuration, self-storage, document storage, and technology uses, even life sciences. But what kind of an undertaking is required for these conversions? And can the cost be recouped? When does it make sense for commercial real estate investors to repurpose office space? And when is it not worth the endeavor? We asked several experts in the commercial real estate space so you can evaluate your options. Let's talk about mixed-use retail first. So shopping malls began dying out long before the pandemic. Thanks, millennials, and the retail space sector has been shifting towards services since reopening. Mixed-use retail is gaining momentum as people seek more amenities where they work and live. Now, the home-buying slowdown may contribute to the popularity of mixed-use space as well. Sean Slater, senior principal at RDC, says this, Mixed-use is the past, present, and future. That's especially true in areas of the country where multifamily housing is in high demand like New York, where investors are rapidly developing Class B and C properties into mixed-use space. So repurposing office space to mixed-use retail works a little bit better than an office-to-retail conversion. According to Slater, he says this, Multi-level retail is rarely successful, and offices are rarely at street level. So taking a mixed-use approach seems to be appropriate. Street-level retail and food and beverage with residential and smaller office lease spaces, might diversify many vacant buildings without swinging too far into the residential-only conversion. End quote on that one. So it's better for the future of the economy as well. Slater notes this, that office space is still in demand, believe it or not, and may even become undersupplied at some point if too many urban Class A office properties are converted to residential housing. (laughs) He says, I believe a patient approach and a move to diversifying within individual buildings 
will create a more stable market. So office tenants are paying an average of nearly 25% more for mixed-use space when compared to traditional office space, and investors can expect renters on the multifamily side to pay a premium for an amenity-filled building as well. But there are definite challenges, including finding the right management for a property with multiple use cases. Self-storage. All right, let's dive in here real quick. So while rents are moderating in the self-storage sector, the outlook looks pretty promising when compared to other types of commercial properties. A conversion from office space to self-storage could be advantageous for investors holding on to a property with low occupancy rates. So Margolin says this, while it can be a challenging undertaking, conversion of office floors can be rewarding. In some cases, for truly outdated spaces, self-storage might even command higher rents than offering the space for office use. So, for example, lower floors with less ideal views would be ideal locations for storage. End quote. Here's another one from Margolin. Investors who choose to repurpose office space into self-storage face obstacles. The good news is that there is likely plumbing and a lot of lighting already in place to tap into for storage conversion. And the bigger issue, though, would be how much work has to be done with those floors to remove all of the walls, the flooring, furniture, and other equipment to kind of clear out the space before converting it to storage. The next biggest cost would be designing storage units to fit the floor plates and being able to transport the materials up to those floors. Stuff to think, you know, to keep in mind. Margolin also says securing financing has gotten a little bit more difficult, but it's not impossible. There's a natural trend that when the economic outlook becomes more choppy, traditional lenders pull back, but that creates an opportunity for non-bank lenders and private equity firms to enter this space and even work with more traditional lenders to offer note-on-note financing packages and A-note financing. Financing is generally still attainable for strong credit borrowers on properties with strong fundamentals. That's what Margolin says. Okay, so let's take a look at multifamily housing now. Despite housing shortages and rising office vacancies, the conversion from office to multifamily remains an uncommon solution. And that's not expected to change because of the significant costs associated with making the switch. I'm quoting here, What investors must realize is that a conversion may ultimately cost more than a new development on a cost-per-unit basis. But it remains a financially viable option in certain circumstances. Owners will have to get granular about the economics of their project and determine the market for additional residential units, along with a clear path toward re-entitling their building for this new use. End quote. So states looking to promote conversions have removed fees, too, implemented more lenient zoning change processes, and even provided tax incentives to redevelopers. But a 2022 Moody's report notes that office property values would have to plunge significantly to make those conversions actually worthwhile. In certain areas, though, it may already be the case that an office-to-multifamily conversion is a good solution. All right, of course, it's location is the main factor here. I'm quoting, Investors will want to limit jurisdictional and regulatory hurdles that could complicate a conversion, but there also has to be housing demand in the area, which drives values and rents. If the location works, the building itself should have a relatively high vacancy rate. End quote. 
so owners can avoid lease buyouts. And finally, the building itself is so important. Operable windows, high perimeter density, and shallow floor plate depth are all conversion-friendly features, presenting owners with more square footage for eventual living space. Adequate street frontage and open space around the structure also contribute to conversion readiness. Older, smaller buildings tend to be more well-suited to conversion rather than those large, hyper-modern structures. The bottom line, though? Repurposing office space can be challenging, expensive, and altogether really risky. (laughs) But with increasing vacancies and even delinquencies, even among Class A office properties, some investors may find that it's necessary to adapt to minimize losses. Of all of the options available, mixed-use retail conversion seem to be the trend, especially in areas where there's demand for live-work-play spaces. But self-storage and even pure multifamily conversions can be viable options in certain select markets. The outlook for commercial real estate is still pretty unpredictable. However, prices could further plummet, but the demand for office space may also rebound. It's essential to evaluate your individual situation before making any sudden moves. I hope you enjoyed today's article. Remember, you can find thousands more like it at biggerpockets.com slash blog. And you can unlock new tools by creating a free account at biggerpockets.com. And for another fresh perspective on real estate investing, join me right here tomorrow.